Yes, we're a few seconds late. We apologize. We have this clock that does Christmas music on the hour, and we had to wait for the music to stop before we started. So you realize that the only thing that's live is Facebook and YouTube, and then everything else is on a podcast audio only. So the podcast. Uh, well, you know, this gives people incentive to tune in live. That's true. Because then they get us in real time. They can get us in real time. They can messages. Yeah. Send us messages, get pulled into the show if they want. So um, Barry already said uh, it is Christmas time, but that doesn't mean it's the only time of year that you want to start setting goals. And we want to talk a little bit about goal setting and goal getting. And what does that mean? And, and how can you do it effectively? So I think I think the first um, amazing Christmas miracle, if you will, and if you're watching this in July, sweating your whatever's off, um, you know, same thing applies. Same information applies. But right now we are express, experiencing a Christmas slash Hanukkah miracle. We are? We are. What's the miracle? We, the, the Christmas Hanukkah miracle of... We're almost done. We we host at least like 18 people every Christmas Eve. And we are almost done with everything. Like the house is clean. Miracle. Uh, the the um ha- one third of the shrimps are prepared. Miracle. All the shopping is done. Miracle. Uh, the offices, which, you know, double as where the buffet gets set up, mostly clean. Miracle. And it's the day before Christmas Eve. Miracle. Yeah. And I think we have a light that's been on for eight days. So we're all good. There's your Hanukkah miracle right that's there. It. That's it. So we got it all. Why are we bringing this up? Because we made a list. We made a list of what needed to be done, what needed to be prepared, and all of the things that we wanted to have. And we've been hosting this now for a couple of years. But every, more than a couple of years, darling. More than a couple of years. Uh, this is what the this is going to be the ninth year, I think, or the eighth year in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, every year we get better and better at it. So that's number one. Every year you'll get better and better at achieving your your goals. So that's a cool thing, number one. Cool thing, number two, is to plan out, my opinion. And and Barry and I, by the way, have very different opinions of how you get to your goals. So this is going to be a fun, exciting time. Number two is plan everything out. So I take copious notes every year. Uh, right after Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, in fact, um, I spend time writing out these notes, how many people showed up, how much we made of everything, um, you know, what was left over, what wasn't left over, what, you know, what went within the first three and a half minutes of everybody showing up. And I've done this since since I lived at home with my mother, because that's, this a, long was, time ago. that's a long, long time ago. That is a galaxy very far away. <clears throat> and the reason is because every year we'd say, 
well, how much pasta didn't we make? How much this did we do? How much that did we do? And I started taking notes later on. Um, I started taking notes uh, and, and did that every year. Why am I bringing that up for goal setting? Because if you know how you achieved something, you know how to achieve it again or better. So you can put a goal out there. So our goal is to um, is to have, a, you know, a 20, 25 of our closest friends over for Christmas Eve. That is our goal every year. Can I just interrupt one second? Sure. Because I want people to understand this will relate to your business. This will relate this, to your business. This does not relate to your house parties. At no. 100%. This does get to your business. So, okay, continue. So that that's a goal that we have every year. And in order to achieve that goal, we've got to look back at the previous year how did we achieve it? How did we come up with it? How did we do? And then look ahead to this year coming up. What did we do right? What did we do wrong? What do we need to change? What do we need to repeat? And that, my friends, has everything to do with your business. Because let's say that last year, uh, your goal or the 12 months prior to whenever you are watching this, the 12 months prior to whenever you are watching this, your goal was to get to $150,000 in annual income, in, in gross income. Your goal was to get to $150,000. And let's say that you didn't make it. You got to $110,000. Great. It's better than nothing, right? You got to $150,000. So the question is, now what you've got to do is look back over the last two months, 12 months. What months did I do well in? Was it a seasonal thing? Or was it just what I was doing those months? So if it were months where you were, for example, doing an online challenge, or you got in some JV partners and you were pushing something, or you were a JV partner to somebody and you pushed out their stuff, what did you do in the months that you made more money than less money? What did you do in the months that you made less money? Maybe you were like <laughs> running like a crazy person. Like and Show me how. How are you when running? you run like a crazy person, it looks like this. <laughs> so you were running like a crazy person and you didn't get to your monthly goal. P.S. Break those big goals down. You didn't get to your monthly goal. Why not? You, you were working your tail off. You were doing everything that you thought you needed to be doing. Aha. Perhaps you need to reevaluate that particular thing, that promotion, that challenge, that whatever it is, you need to reevaluate. Then here's another thing. Year over year, how much money did you make and how much money did you keep? Ooh, keep. Keep. Ugh. So, you know, get with your tax preparer, get with your CPA, your accountant, your EA, um, we recently had on our show, Jonathan Bengal of JB Financial. He is a tax coach. And so if you have nobody else, get with Jonathan. But here's the thing. You may have made $110,000 
and you tightened up on your expenses and you were able to, you know, expense out a bunch of stuff under your business legally. And so you got to keep 75,000, right? 75,000 gross profit. I know that's, that's a ridiculously high amount, but whatever. And then the year before you noticed you made like $140,000, but you only got to keep like $30,000. That was your net profit. A lot. The man. Yeah. Well, he, you know, so part of it is how much money are you making? And part of it is how much money you're keeping. You know, these things, when you look back over your history and you plan your goals. So here are my goals, but how do I get to them? So my opinion, the reason why goals aren't met is because you write things down but you don't subtitle and bullet point them. You don't say, my goal is to make $150,000. Subtitle, here are my monthly goals, bullet points underneath, really push in June, July, and August, that's our busiest time of year. Um, you know, don't do this again. So, so in my opinion, and Barry has a different opinion, you want to obviously write down your goals, but you want to divide them up into how you are going to get there. And you're going to know how you get there by looking at the history and then planning forward from there. So here we are in the present moment. Look at your past. Determine what worked, what didn't work. And create a future based on facts based on facts. So that's my twist, if you will, on goal setting and goal getting. And you know, we're not too far off how we think about this. I just am not a person that writes stuff down. Uh, I try to keep it in my head. Usually it doesn't work. I probably should write it down. Um, but I'm not, I've never been the type of person who every January, here's my goals for the year. And, you know, come January 15th, forgot about them. You know, I've, I've never been the person to do goal setting or things like that. But here's what I do know is that so many of us are told, shoot for Mars, make Mars your goal. And if you only get to the moon, hey, that's great. You did fantastic. You know, that's a load of hooey. Can I say hooey? You can say hooey. Okay. You might be able to say crap, but I'm not sure. It's a load of poop. Okay. Make, make the goals something that are realistic to you. Yeah. You know, if you want to make $150,000 next year, but you've only made $10,000 this year, $150,000 might not be a smart goal to make unless you're, you know, ready to launch something huge. You know, yeah. there's exceptions to everything. But in general, if your business has been a hobby for the most part and you have not been making that much money to set a ridiculous goal, I mean, it might sound great and hit, yeah, I want to make $150,000, but I'm barely making ends meet right now and I have very few expenses. Right. Be realistic about it. I don't believe in writing them down. I just, for me, this is the way I've always operated. I know where I want to be. And I just do the things to get there, whatever those things are. It's really, honestly, Kat, it's the same thing as you, only you write them down. I just I just have it, 
inside my brain, okay, let me break it down into these steps. And what's also really important is if you have a partner, if you have staff, if you have a team, make sure everyone's on the same page. Oh yeah, that's huge. Uh, I'll give you a perfect example. Since we're talking about Christmas time and everything and prepping everything, I had my system in place, how I wanted to start prepping the food. And then you came in and you started doing something like, well, I'm not ready to do that yet because I didn't tell you, I didn't, I didn't make sure we were both on the same page where everything right. is. So things got a little convoluted, not bad, you know, but for about but, 10 seconds. Yeah. For about 10 seconds. But once we knew we were on the same page, then we have a common goal. Right. And, you know, and, and, and so that was about 10 seconds, but too often in business, um, you know, people don't express their goals. They, the, the senior management, the owners, whomever it is, don't express the goals that they're hoping for, or don't, don't sit down with people and say, well, how are we going to do them? So you keep your goals in your head. I like to write the goals down. I like to then, you know, time block and calendar everything. And I'm, you know, real crazy about that sort of stuff. Over here in my office, I have the Barry and Catherine board. It has five days during the week. It has each date, everything that we do. Barry's stuff is written in blue. My stuff is written in red. I'm like real crazy about things like that. And then on the calendar, um, you know, this is what's going to happen this month. This is what's going to happen that month. And if I don't share those things with you and I don't get your input in those goals, nothing will get done. Nothing will happen. It's your, it's your goal. It's not my goal. I might have something else planned. That's why we have to be on the same page. Right. And, and not only do you have to, you know, share your goals with your partner, with your staff, with other people that are involved in um, working your goals with you, but you've got to share with them your vision of how you're going to achieve the goal. A goal is great. You can you know, pull a goal out of thin air. You can just, you know, make up a number like Barry said, you know, I want to do, I want to do a million dollars this year. But if you don't have a plan to get there, it's not going to happen. So writing down all of your goals, whether personal or professional, are lovely. And until you put a plan of action into each goal, it's not going to happen. Keywords, plan of action. Because yeah. writing it down doesn't make it happen. No. It starts to make it happen. It makes it real for you. But till you take those steps, and like Catherine said before, you've got to break it down to smaller steps. Yeah. Little itty bitty baby steps. Yeah. What can I do next to bring me closer to that goal? And yeah. to say, well, I've got to sell a thousand widgets to make it to that goal. No, that's not the step. The step is, where am I going to promote my widget? How am I going to market it? Where am I going to find customers? What am I really selling? Is it the widget or is it something else? So these are all the little steps that you have to put into place before you can sell a thousand of these things. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, and, and, you know, there is a great deal of importance to say, if I want to make a million dollars, I have to sell, you know, a thousand widgets. 
uh, at a hundred a hundred dollars each. No, a thousand dollars each. I have to sell a thousand widgets at a thousand dollars each, right? Okay. So my widget is a thousand dollars. That's is that high? Is that low? Is that you know good? If your pricing is too low people are going to think it's an inferior product. If your pricing is too high, you may have some obstacles to get over. So that's the, that absolutely varies. The first thing is, you know, you've got to say a thousand widgets, a thousand dollars each. And now break it down. And now break it down. Okay. So how do I sell a thousand widgets at a thousand dollars each? Who's going to buy those widgets? Is it going to be somebody who can barely make ends meet? Or is it going to be somebody, somebody who, needs the widget if it's a you know if it's a necessity if it's a luxury where, where am i going to find the people is it going to be only people that i run into in person is it going to be my facebook friends my linkedin friends am i going to have joint venture partnerships to help promote it there are so many different steps you have to have to take to get there yeah so yes the goal may be a million dollars is it reasonable and realistic? Let's start with that. Yeah. You know, it, if, if you've got, a, if you're selling a physical product, well, do you want to sell a million dollars worth of the product? Do you want to net a million dollars? Do you want to do a million dollars in gross sales, retail sales? You know, so, so many things that you got to figure out and can you produce enough to make that money? Yeah, that's, that's huge. Can you produce enough? Um, in, and if you are in the service business, so most of our clients are in the service industry. Um, they provide a service, whatever that service may be. Uh, and so you've got to think, how many hours do I want to work? So for us with coaching, how many hours a week do we want to work? How many hours a week do we have to devote to client appointments? How many hours a week do we have to devote to promotion, to networking, to all these different things? How many hours a week do we have to do that? Okay, if we have this many hours a week to actually do coaching over the course of a year, what do we have to charge? You may be underpricing yourself. You may be overpricing yourself. And, and you know, yes, you're, you know, yes, you can reach your goal by working you know, three hours uh, a week charging $5,000 an hour. But do you have the following? Do you have the proof? Do you have the evidence to be able to say to somebody, look, I'm going to charge you $5,000 an hour and you're going to end up making, you know, in excess of $20,000 an hour when I coach you or whatever it might be. Right. Do you, do you have the expertise to command the fee that you need to reach your income goal. I wouldn't even say expertise. I would say a proof. You can have a lot of expertise, um, but do you have proof in a following? True. You know, so so there are there are a lot of experts out there, but Absolutely. they haven't done the steps uh, to prove that they can do it. They've got it up here, but they haven't proven it yet. They don't have the following yet. So. Um, so that's something else. I'll give you that one. Goal setting and goal getting is so much more, I think, than what? what is it? Smart goals? Smart goals. Yeah. But it was measured, uh, something measured. Uh, it has to have a time. 
limitation on it. Um, I don't remember. Yeah, all yeah the there, there, there's a lot, a lot of things. Um, a lot of different acronyms. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. The point of the matter is this. Um, absolutely, you've got to be able to measure a goal. So if you get to some place, that's the measurement of the goal. Ah, here we go. I found it. See, while you're talking, I find stuff. Okay. Smart goals are specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-based. Right. So that makes perfect sense. That's a lot what we're talking about. Um, I, I think the biggest one in in um, in my book is achievable. Again, I don't believe in saying, say you're going to earn a million dollars this year or next year, and if you only make it to one hundred fifty thousand, that's great because you made one hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, but I failed because my goal was a million. I, I I agree with that. I agree with that as well. Um, if you too often put out there that you want something totally unachievable and you don't achieve it, yeah, maybe the first time, the second time you'll go, oh, but at least I got here or at least I got there. After a while, our brain starts saying, why bother? Why do you even bother? It You're not achieving it. You know, take the afternoon off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Here, here's my here's my goal. I know I'm not going to make it, but this is my goal. This is my goal. You know yeah. what? I'm going to slack a little bit more. I work so hard to get to a million dollars, and I'm only making you know one hundred fifty thousand dollars, two hundred fifty thousand dollars, whatever it is. I mean, if if your goal is a million and you make nine hundred fifty thousand dollars, that's great. You you achieved your goal. Yeah, nine hundred thousand. But you know, if if it's this far apart, what your goal was and what you actually achieved. It we're not trying to discourage you from having these great goals. We all need to to work towards something that is beyond our reach in this moment. In this moment, that is beyond our reach. But if we allow ourselves a year's time, is it still beyond our reach in a year? So that's the that's the time, you know, the, the time sensitivity of a goal. If you say I want to make a million dollars, you're not going to make it today. And it should be a little bit beyond your reach today, a little bit beyond your reach. However, again, if you think, all right, I'm going to do it in six months, I'm going to do it in a year. If you reasonably lay out the steps to that goal and it's still beyond reach in whatever amount of time you allow yourself, you need to pull that goal back because when you start to see that you're not reaching that goal, Hey, I want to lose 25 pounds by tomorrow. If I said that by the end of the day, when I'm Resting and relaxing and realizing I just said something stupid. If I truly believed it, if I truly believed it, I would say, I just said something really, really stupid. I'm having ice cream after dinner because it's not achievable. Why did I even do that? And then you begin to beat yourself up. Do oh we my have God. ice cream? We don't have, you ate all the ice cream. We need more ice cream. Don't look, don't tease me with ice cream if we don't have any here. 
If you make a goal that you know is not achievable and you say to yourself, I'm going to make this unrealistic goal because I'm just going to work hard and wherever I end up landing, I'll be happy. Along the way, we have milestones on any goal. You must have milestones along the way. So you know if you have to course correct. What do they say? The, the Apollo missions were, were like 90% of its time course correcting. Right. Yeah. They, didn't, they, didn't, they didn't go, okay, let's take off from Cape Canaveral and go to the moon. No, they went, let's take off from Cape Canaveral. Oh, we're not going toward the moon. Wait, uh Oh, we're not going toward the moon. Wait, let me, let me, let me go a little and, left. And you know what? Let right. me, let me, because that's a, that's an analogy also that I hadn't thought of before because the target, the moon is always moving. So your goal can be flexible as well. Very true. You know, feel free if, you know, six months down the road, you say, you know, I don't want that anymore. I want this. It's okay. It's okay to change your mind. Yeah. Yeah. I do it all the time. It's she does. Okay. Tries me nuts, but she does. It's perfectly okay. But the, the point of the matter is you have to have milestones along the way. If you don't have milestones, you don't know if you're going in the right direction or not. So that's number one. Number two, if you set this unrealistic goal and as you're going along, you see the milestones and you're not achieving them and you make the course corrections and you're still not achieving the milestones, you need to rethink your goal because down the line, I promise you, I promise you, you are going to get discouraged. You're going to start to throw up your hands and say, it's not possible. And if you, at that point, if you lower your goal, you're going to, oh my God, I'm a failure. I had to change my goal. I couldn't do it. Blah, blah. Woe is me. If you, you know, so so you're not, if you change your goal, you're going to beat yourself up. If you don't change your goal and you don't reach it, you're going to beat yourself up. I'm not saying make this super easy goal and, you know, achieve it and rest on your laurels. It has to be out of your comfort zone from where you stand right now. It should feel uncomfortable, but doable. Just a little uncomfortable. If we, we don't now just, we don't believe in going way outside your comfort zone. No, we believe in expanding your comfort zone. And this is a little bit different. Uh, and it's a whole different conversation. It'll be a whole different show as a matter of fact. Yes. About that. But I, I want to comment on that cat, because you said, you know, don't make them super simple. What I will say is, if you've done goal setting in the past, if you've been disappointed with how it's turned out, you haven't achieved your goals, make it simpler. Make it so you can, at the end of each month or each quarter, go, good job. Congratulate yourself. Give yourself a pat on the back, knowing that you attained that goal, whatever it happened to be. I think that's super important that we understand that the goals don't have to be so far-fetched no. that, you know, it's a struggle to get there. It shouldn't be a struggle. 
Yeah. It, it should be within reach. Um, but not, not um, that you could just relax, do nothing, and it's going to show up. You know, make it a little bit, whatever your income was, if it's an income goal, if it was make it a little bit more than it was this year, that's what you make next year's goal. Um, for the more grandiose goals, make it a five-year plan. You can still do that. And you know what steps you need to take to get there. Just break them down, just like your current goals. Break down the five-year plan to small steps, what it's going to take to get there. And you'll achieve it. You just have to work it. You'll achieve it with a great coach, I'm just saying. Coaches. Coaches. Two coaches. Coencoaching.com. Um, right. Two, two okay. Right. <laughs> so for those of you listening on audio, Barry was trying to point in the right direction because we record this from a live uh, broadcast and he spent the better part of the last minute trying to figure out which direction to point into. Anyway, <laughs> if you, yeah, with the goals, with goal setting, review them. All the time. Review your goals all the time. Uh, make sure it's something you still want. When you talk about monetary goals or when you talk about weight loss goals, attach an outcome to that. For example, don't say, I want to make $150,000, $1.5 million, whatever it is. Don't just have the goal of money. Have the goal of a lifestyle. Because if you work four jobs and you get two and a half hours of sleep and you never see your friends or family um, and you work seven days a week, you can achieve almost any monetary goal. But is that what you wanted? Probably not. So when you say monetary goals, you know, I want to make this much money because I want to be able to work four days a week. I want to be able to, um, you know, I want to be able to serve my clients in this way. So you want to talk about serving your clients. I want to be able to take this many vacations for this long, this kind of vacation. I want to take a major vacation and two minor vacations. Um, I want to be able to spend more time with my family. I want to be able to spend less time with my family. It's it's all about the lifestyle. What it's do you, right. if it's an income goal, what do you want to do with the money and why? I want to, I want to support charities. I want to support my parents, whatever it is. You have got to attach something to that goal, to that money. Otherwise it's just, it, 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 it doesn't make your heart sink. It does not make your heart sing. And if your heart's not in it, you're not in it. The same thing with weight loss. And trust me, I this is an annual goal. If you're just saying, I want to lose 50 pounds. Well, you know, guess what? In the course of a year, you've probably lost and gained 50 pounds three times. Um, what, what you want to do is attach something to it. I want to be able to get into 
this pair of pants or this dress. I want to be able to run with my kids, uh, play with them and not have to take a two hour nap afterwards. Attach something to it. Those two goals, especially money and weight goals. You know, I want to gain weight. I'm, I'm feeling, you know, too thin and too weak. I want to put on muscle and, you know, I want, you know, and I want to be able to bench press a thousand pounds, whatever. That's ridiculous. And, and bringing it back around to business, think about your, because that's what we're all about. Right. Um, we are not your lifestyle coaches. We are yeah. not your weight loss. We are business coaches. So we want you to have goals for your business. Absolutely. And, and I'm going to agree with Catherine, write them down. Don't try to do the Barry method. It doesn't work well. I mean, it works for me. I win, I win, I win, I win. Okay, continue. Wasn't I right earlier though? You were. we were in Costco and I was right. Yes, we were in Costco. You were right. Just so, yeah. So write them down. Make them attainable. I, I can't emphasize that enough. Make them attainable. Make it something that you can actually succeed that you know in your heart you can achieve. Because if you write something down, you know in your heart you can't achieve it, you're not going to achieve it. It's as simple as that. We, we want you to succeed. Uh, we want... We want you to have the best year ever. And if you see that your year is not going so well, look back at your goals, see if they were the goals that you really wanted. That's the other thing you got to look at. Is it something you truly, truly want? Or you still want it? It's not. It's, it's what the, the guru that you watch on YouTube says except for us, we know what we're talking about. It is the books you read. They say it's the goals you should achieve. It's your spouse, the goals you should achieve. Your parents are telling you what you should achieve. Your friends who don't even have a business are telling you what your business goals should be. Listen to your own heart. Listen to your mind, your gut. They all know what you want to achieve. That's, that is what you should set your goals with. Yeah, you can, you know, you can... You can bounce ideas off of other people, but don't adopt other people's goals. Don't, don't do it. Uh, you know, check with your spouse or significant other. Always. They can be wrong. They're allowed to be wrong. Right. Well, what I'm saying is check with your spouse or significant other, because if your goal is, you know, something that they totally don't want to help you with or participate in. Um, for example, if, if one of you has a business and the other one doesn't, they may have to understand that, you know, I don't know that in the beginning, I've got to spend more time with my business. And then afterwards, you know, I'll have this kind of freedom or whatever. If they're not on board with it, you've, you've got to make sure that, you know, that they're on board with it or make sure that they are the right spouse for you. I'm just saying, um, wait, do I need to do a check-in on that? No, you're good. You're good. Okay. We work together. Uh, you, Absolutely check with the people who are important in your life, the people who your goals will affect. And if they want you to do something that is so not what you want to do, reevaluate relationships, you know, go get, you know, if it's, if it's a spouse or a significant other, go get a relationship coach. If it's, you know, if it's your friends, uh, your parent, well, you can't get new parents, but don't talk about your business with your parents. Just don't. Um, 
you know, people have to do that sometimes. If it's your friends, you may have to think about hanging out with them less or not talking business with them and hang out with other people more because you are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. Think about that as a goal. You are the sum of the five people that you spend the most time with. So who are you spending time with? Bounce your ideas off of other people. That's who I'm spending my time with. That's right. So I become a loud, obnoxious Obnoxious woman. Um, (laughs) Your goals have to come from Barry's absolutely right. Your goals have to come from your heart. They have to come from you. They have to be something that make your heart sing. So if you're not hitting those milestones or getting to those goals, reevaluate. Was this something that you really wanted or was it something that you were told you should want? Um, Here's, here's a perfect, I know a lot of these, a lot of these things are um, personal things, but you know, we were, you know, Growing up, a lot of us were told, you know, you should want to have children. Not really for us. Um, You know, not really our thing. So in business, you know, you should want to have 25 employees. What if you don't want to have 25 employees? What if you want to have virtual assistants and, you know, you want to grow your business without a partner or without this or with this or we, you know how many times we were told, hey, how are you going to scale your business? You've got to get other people to do the coaching for you. You got to teach them what you know. That's not what we want to do with our business. Yeah. That's really? not how we want. We we want to give ourselves to our clients. When when clients sign up with Cohen Coaching, they want to work with Barry and Catherine. They don't, they don't want, want to work with somebody that we hire. Not that we'd say anybody would be bad. But it's not us. It's not the style of business that we built. There are fabulous coaches out there that have a style of business that they train a a staff and the staff carries out their work. And that is great. And there is nothing wrong with that. That is the business that they designed because that is the business that sings to their heart. What sings to your heart and if you can't figure it out because of all of the noise that's going on around you, because of everybody's input, I'm going to say info at cohencoaching.com. It's super simple. Info at cohencoaching.com. Shoot us off an email and say, hey, there's a lot of noise going on. I have no idea like what I want. Can I schedule an appointment with you? And yes, we will absolutely schedule something. Unless it's a relationship issue. Oh, God, no. Then I'm going to give you to Dana. Yeah, yeah. no. Remember, business coaches. There we go. Yeah. Business coach. Business coach. Business coach. Not relationship. When If you start talking relationship to us, this is what we do. La, 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 la. We don't want to hear but, it. That's but not in all seriousness... Tell us your goals. Tell us what goals you have for the next six months. What do you want to achieve? What is it that you want to achieve? And how are you going to achieve it? If you don't know, give us a call. But yeah, info at cohencoaching.com. You know what? Uh, Over the next uh, two weeks, 
send us your goals, info at cohencoaching.com. And we'll pick somebody out and do a free 30 minute coaching session going over your goals. That sounds like a cool plan. I think that's a cool plan. Yeah. And you didn't even have to ask me if it was okay to do it. Yeah, I never do. I know. All right, Kat, let's close this up. We've been going for a while now. Thank you, everybody. And if you are watching us live, have a very Merry Christmas. We'll be back here the day after Christmas with an interview. Um, Yeah, and every place else, Facebook, Funnels and Follow-Up, YouTube, Cohen Coaching. Uh, Find us on iTunes for the podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Funnels and Follow-Up. Find us, listen to us, watch us, see us live. Everybody have a wonderful, wonderful Christmas and a happy Hanukkah. Bye-bye. Bye.